Breaking news. Due to the ongoing coronavirus, today's unprofessional wrestling podcast episode featuring Wes Logan, a.k.a. Beast, will be canceled until further notice. We are doing this for the safety of all. And we're just fucking with you. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome, everybody, to the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is episode 49, and uh, today's episode is featuring Wes for the fourth time. Um, Before we get into it, um, there's a lot of of crazy stuff going on. Yeah. Right, Cody? Yeah, the... The uh, COVID, or however the hell you say it, 19, or the coronavirus, is taking hold of sports in general, and most importantly, the sport that we cover, pro wrestling. A lot of indie shows, and honestly, a lot of big shows have been either moved or canceled, or moved to secure areas. Um so what's so, yeah. interesting too is that like Ring of Honor canceled their 18th anniversary show, but uh, FSW is still planning to go along with it. Yeah. Um, same area. Same. It was. Are you coming was, down with the coronavirus? Are you feeling tired? No, I am a Mexican, and I'm pretty sure I'm immune to it. I just um, rode in a car with you for like four hours the other night, so you better not have that shit. Yeah, I I doubt it. Um, I'm more concerned about you. You white people carry all that stuff. <laughs> um, but uh, anyways, um, <laughs> so we we got th- that's still going on. So that'll be interesting to see if that actually goes through. A lot of indies are getting canceled. Yeah, and so it's it's shitty. Like I understand why people are doing it, and a lot of it is out of their control. And it's good that it's being done. Um, for people's safety, because obviously, if you go to any supermarket, people don't know how the fuck to handle this. And so um, sometimes they got to get told, hey, you're not doing this shit, right? Yeah. And we just came from a show, and, and not against wrestling fans, but anybody who goes to indie shows or goes to wrestling shows, I think they can agree that a lot of wrestling fans aren't the most uh, cleanly or, or B.O. friendly. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not necessarily a bad thing, in, in my opinion. Um, what's shitty is, like, a lot of these independent wrestlers, like, this is their livelihood, right? And mm-hmm. um, it, it's going to affect them in that, in that way. So uh, hopefully things get cleared up. Hopefully people uh, calm the fuck down. Um, and uh, we can we can get back on with with everything, you know. Take care of your loved ones. Um, we will talk about we you know we just came back from a dynamite in Salt Lake City, uh, and if this shit would have gone down a week earlier, we won't know. It's, it. Even yeah, it, even if Mon- Monday, if this shit would have been as crazy as it was today, like or today or yesterday or whatever, when shit really started getting crazy like yeah that show would have been canceled easily well yeah so on the way home you know i cody's driving i'm looking on my phone i'm seeing that like uh uh rudy gobert from the utah jazz which we were in utah got the coronavirus and then mitchell got the coronavirus and like all this stuff is going down right and they're canceling nba and this this and that and i'm just like dude they're going to cancel double or nothing. Yeah, you started you know, doomsday. I hope you enjoyed that f- wrestling show because that's the last one you're going to go to for a while. You really started doomsday what? and shit, and I was getting really pissed off. <laughs> but it it seems more plausible now, doesn't it? Yeah. So, I mean, you, so the big think... hitter right now, the big hitter right now is they're really pushing back the the announcement of WrestleMania because that there's a lot of moving parts like internationally there's not going to be an international feel to it unless those people are already in the states so wrestlemania sells out internationally just as much as it does nationally you know like people come from all over 
And yeah. so, so I mean, do you think that gets canceled? Uh, I don't think so. I think, I don't know, dude, that's a big, that's a lot of people. That is a lot of people that'd be, I mean, it would be the same thing if this shit was going down Super Bowl, like around the Super Bowl and the end of the NFL season, you're going to cancel the fucking Super Bowl the most like yeah, money financially. It might be out of their control. That's the thing though. Like, right. I mean, by the time this airs, Trump will have already done this announcement. And so it could be like a, you know, state of emergency type deal. All like, uh, nationally all of this shit's getting shut down and so it might be out of their control um i wish we would have well not really like uh, it's shitty that this is going on but um we recorded wes's episode last week and so that's before shit really hit the fan so right. i'd be interested to know how things are going down in vegas right now yeah. um yeah cause I, I, I mean they had bookings i mean from what I've seen, most of his bookings are still in place. They're just going to be... I know the one for Party Hard, it's going to be in an empty arena. Like, there's going to be no fans while they're filming TV. You know, this stuff for internet wrestling TV. But So, yeah, I mean, uh, some crazy stuff's going on. Uh, we will talk about uh, Dynamite and just kind of touch more on the state of wrestling. Uh, but we'll do that next week. And hopefully we'll do that with someone who was in-house. Mm-hmm. That's the plan. Somebody that's... Yeah. Yep. So uh, without further ado and taking much more of Wes's episode's We're... time. Yeah. I'm more afraid of the beast virus than I am of the coronavirus. And I feel like I'm going to be really afraid of it if everything still goes down in May. Yeah. So, so um, listen to that because uh, Cody's gonna get the shit chopped out of him by Beast, hopefully. So, um, anyways, uh, Beast talked to us. He's got a lot of big happenings. We talked about um, Level Up, which just happened a few weeks ago, and then we talked about uh, Versus Pro Studios, kind of what that entails, where it's located. Um, and he's got some exciting things coming up. So um, give it a listen. You know, fourth time he's been on the show. And uh, he keeps doing us these solid. So um, make sure you follow him on all social media as well at BeastDim. And uh, stay unprofessional. Welcome to the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. Here are your hosts, Cody and Leo. Welcome, everybody, to the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. I'm Leo, joined by Cody. And today we have a good friend, a returning guest. This has got to be the what, third, fourth time he's been on. Yes, I, I'm pretty sure you guys are tired of me at this point. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> why we keep reaching out. So uh, <laughs> we got we got Wes Logan from Las Vegas, also known as Beast, Beast the Butcher. Um we got him back on, and uh, how you doing, Wes? I'm great. How you guys doing? Good. We're awesome. Good to hear. We're awesome. Um, <laughs> I think more and more, every time I get on the show, so this is getting better. Like, I maybe haven't had, I might have to come on a little bit more just so we can get Cody some, like, some verbiage in here. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm slowly breaking out of my shell. Let's just say that. Yeah, he's he's got he's uh, very adamant of that stranger danger deal. You know, he's he's got to get to know you, and some of those memes we've shared personally, I think, has helped with that. So, okay, so no crotch chops on the first date. Got it. Right. <laughs> got it. So, um, what was I gonna say? Uh, since you you brought up yours and Cody's relationship, um. We brought up on a previous podcast that when we go to Vegas in May, Cody is getting chopped by you. We have it on audio. So how do you feel about that, Wes? I think Cody 
needs to reevaluate his life if that's what he wants. And my, yeah, I'm down, but like, I don't want to kill that kid on the first time. I'm <laughs> I mean, you heard I, the audio. I sent it to you. He asked. Yeah, I know. Shit, so. Wow. I, I always work under the assumption that nobody listens to our show. So, but apparently people kind of do. So yeah. Yeah. Kinda, yeah I'll, I'll, I might have to beg my way out of that later. Either way, we'll record it, so it'll be fun either way. Um, so, Wes, you, you just uh, finished what I assume was a, a very successful uh, level-up expo where, you know, Versus was the, the I guess they did the wrestling for the show, for the convention. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's, uh, that, that convention we, we've done every year. We actually started at that convention. Um uh, let me tell you about the the horrible part, though. Like, there was two horrible things, and I think I'm I'm totally clear in the in the way to to actually talk about this shit. So, um, match one, night one, the fucking boards of the ring pop uh, pop through. Um, we had hype snipes and Manny Mars in the ring getting down, like they were they were kicking each other's ass, and it was a pretty decent bump. Like I think it was like a spine buster or something, and my dudes went through the ring. Reason being is that the whole boards were shifted the wrong way. So we had to break down the ring and then set the ring back up after match one, just so we can get the rest of the show going. So that sucked, mm. but it was really fun. <laughs> that match was dope. Like those, those kids killed it. I love those dudes. And then going into uh, night two and roughly day three, we, um, so I'm pretty sure Cody's goofy enough to know what Naruto is, right? Uh, what was that? Naruto? Naruto. Naruto. Uh, uh, no, I have no idea what that is. Okay, so apparently, like, so I know it. I know of Naruto. I don't know what it is. So uh, I know it's like an anime and people watch it and it's like super popular. Well, one of the voice actor actresses on that show um was very pissed at us because we, like the, the the fans and the show was overall just too loud for her to have her her meet and greet and i guess um she was threatening to walk if we were staying there wow <laughs> yeah really? we ended up having to stop ha- having to push our show 5 hours later just to accommodate her signing wow hmm. Yeah, see like that we big were, a deal though. Like, she she's right in the walk. Like that was that was the biggest thing. So when we were supposed to have a start time of one o'clock and have matches throughout the day, we didn't start till five o'clock. Five five thirty. I think five thirty six o'clock was our first match, and we had to cram all those matches between six and eight. Was that just the one day? That was Saturday. Uh, that was Saturday. Sunday was a little bit heavy. So. Yeah, because I remember seeing something. I remember seeing a post from like all of your social medias and everybody else's down there too that matches were getting pushed back or like start time was getting pushed back you, Saturday. You, and I just you guys were too rowdy or something like that. Yeah, because of her. Yeah, yeah something. And I kind of wondered what that was, and I just thought it was you know, pubbing you know pop in the crowd or whatever so. yeah like literally it was it was this it was the uh, so originally when the coordinators came to us who were super accommodating to us and helped us out so much they've always been like our, our biggest so- supporters um they got they got back to us and said that um they want us to maintain but there's a good chance they're gonna have to pull us off the off the next couple days because typically like wrestling was an add-on to the expo so overall um if the expo was being affected because of the wrestling then they would have to pull us off which is 100 understandable but they worked out with the times with us <clears throat> and then um when we posted that we got messages like okay what's really going on who really fucked up what what really happened i was like no like legitimately the fans are too loud it's broad was pissed at us right now <laughs> she was gonna leave because we were we were too loud during her her uh, I guess her panel, so we ended up adjusting on our ends and it worked out like 
we got our matches in. Party Hard got their matches in. We had some pretty awesome moments. The only downside, I guess, from pushing the time back is that um, the the expo ends typically at eight o'clock each day. But we were we were still rolling at eight o'clock. We I think we finished up at eight thirty. So a lot of the people that were usually doing with the foot traffic were gone, but we still had people there. Literally, the people that didn't get the message right off hand stayed from one o'clock to eight thirty that entire day. Wow. It was insane. Like people were sitting in chairs waiting for wrestling to start. That's how fucking dope it was. Uh, so did you guys do anything with that time? Did you have like I don't know, like meet and greets or anything like that or Yeah, we had uh we had Marty the Moth come through a little early and AJ uh Kirsch, who is the announcer for MLW. Um he also right. goes by both of Joe Brody. He was a part of Tough Enough for a long he was actually a part of Martin's season of Tough Enough as well. Um, they, they handle it so well, like AJ running on zero sleep coming from Oakland driving. Uh, if anybody knows the drive from Oakland to Vegas, that's probably like eight hours straight. And then he he just went straight from his hotel to the venue and helped us out a lot. Like AJ's a monster, bro. Like he's always running and always doing stuff and always helping us. So like big, big props to both of them for, for sticking with us and handling the way that they did. So other than I, you know, it, it seems like you guys uh, recovered, you know, and and handled it accordingly with, you know, the the bumps you guys had. Um, how how was the the wrestling and and uh, the crowd for it? Because just the pictures I seen, it sounded like or it looked like you had quite a bit of people like there. Yes, um, I can't I can't put a number on the people because uh, it's just so. Um, there was just a lot of traffic, um, and it just seemed like a lot of that traffic just stood still when wrestling started. They just hung out with us for that long period of time. Um, overall, like the, the the three days were amazing, and it's always been amazing working with Level Up. Um, the the matches were insane. Like <clears throat> I, I can't I can't thank the team enough, not only from the versus side, but from Party Hard side about how amazing they are just being accepting of the changes for one and then going out there and always killing it. They always, they always do. And just having that party hard family involved was dope. Like I love, I love those guys. They're just amazing. Nice. Also during that, that week, that weekend, we seen the, the announcing the, the Facebook official that, uh, Versus Pro Wrestling was uh, starting a wrestling academy. Uh, it's it's a combination of things. Um, it's not a wrestling academy. We're not looking to teach. We're giving you guys, giving people an opportunity to do a few things. We're giving experienced wrestlers a place for they for them to to roll around and have fun, um, make make some new moves, just kind of basically be the gym for wrestling in in Vegas. Um, it's also going to have opportunity for any new talent or any uh, people that want to start wrestling to get their feet wet and see how they like it without having a, an extreme obligation to, to, to be there. We're going to limit what we actually want them to do, what they want to do. And we're just giving everybody an opportunity to understand what wrestling is, if they want to get involved with it. And also, give our, our talent that's either in town or, or traveling and want a place to just kind of crash in and, and work out some stuff, that opportunity. So I don't want to list it as an academy at, at all. Um, we, we changed the name to Versus Pro Studios for a reason. Um, it's not only going to be a place where we do res- regular shows, we're going to have training and we're going to have some trainers there that can help. Um, we're not going to disclose who all are going to be our trainers at this time because they're still in the, in the conversations. Um, but as of right now, we've got some interest in some pretty cool people. Um, I'll even drop, you know, Vampiro even, you know, wants to help out. He's not going to be there on a regular basis because he's doing his thing with vigilante, but he did say that he wants to help when he can pop in, you know, he, he lives in town, so he, he wants to help and he's always been a good brother to me. So he's, uh, willing to do that, but everybody else that we've been in talks with, um, very exciting people, I can tell you that, and very knowledgeable people, 
people that have been popping up on TV shows recently um, that have showed interest in wanting to work with us. So um, we're going to see how that develops. Um, we're also going to have a whole room dedicated to esports uh, for people that want to either do game nights, um, have tournament competitions, or even if we have a versus event, if they want to play video games with some of the wrestlers, they're more than welcome to do that. We just, uh, we'll, we'll, we're going to set a precedent in doing something way different than any other company has done. So with that, is that the, is that the plan? Are we planning on, or are you planning on having events there? Uh, well, first of all, cause you haven't, you haven't told our listeners where, where is it going to be at? So, um, in Las Vegas, we've had three major malls. Um, and one of them is actually the oldest mall, I think, in town, the Boulevard Mall um, in Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, it's at this it's at this place inside the mall that is very um, traffic heavy. There's a movie theater there. This place called Heads Up is there. And uh, one of our sponsors, PowerPlay Sports Cars, is right in that area as well. Um, so we're going to be doing the, the smaller shows inside our facility that's there and then we're going to have some bigger shows inside the mall where the entrance is as well so it's going to be a pretty uh pretty strong setup from here to the end of the uh i guess uh we're 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 set up for a few months already in advance that we've already got planned out uh we're working towards april 17th through the 19th for not only having signings for major talent but also having uh uh having shows there for those three days as well and then we're looking also into the first week of may going into cinco de mayo and as you guys have requested um we're also looking into double or nothing weekend and seeing how that's going to pan out for us as well nice So you you guys are still in the the setting up and you know type of phase like it hasn't uh, hasn't officially opened. No, we're uh, we're actually going to do a little bit of demolition to some of the area this weekend, uh, just to get it uh, ready for what we need. And then we have some extras that we're trying to do as far as like paint and shine it up a little pretty for everybody. So we're going to do some construction this week and see if there's anything that we're going to need, it's pretty much already there. It's just, there's some little tweaks and things that we're going to make it more versus like, so um, we're, we're not wanting to do anything um, within the next few months or next few weeks, excuse me. But um, starting in April, we're going to have like a soft opening, probably April 4th is what we're aiming for to have people come through, meet some of the wrestlers, um, probably get in the ring, take some pictures and, see this the this new venue that we're going to be opening up that's awesome that's dope um so yeah we're we're beyond excited we you kind of let us know a little bit early before it was announced and um yeah that's that's great that that's happening and um i imagine with the the level up you were able to you know talk about some of that stuff and and gain that exposure right yeah um and I, I, there's a few reasons I don't, I, you know me you know me I'm pretty like full disclosure when it comes to most things there's a reason why I didn't tell anybody about this like you guys just found out about this what probably like two weeks ago maybe yeah a little bit before level up yeah yep. I think uh, I think like a day or two before level up actually took off yeah right we had been we had been in the works on this for about two or three months um we've been keeping it kind of close to chest because a, we didn't know if we even wanted to do something like this because there's a lot of extra stuff that people don't really understand on running a business and running a wrestling promotion that we just didn't feel like we wanted to do. <laughs> but when things kind of fell into our in, in, in line as they did, um, there was really no reason for us to say no to keep going with this. So we, we did our research. We worked with certain people to get things happening, and it looks like it's it's happening. We're, we're doing this. We got the keys on, on Monday and we're going to start working this weekend. Nice. No, that's, that's huge because, uh, you know, you're, you're holding in the mall and it's, um, 
like you said, the foot traffic, you know, you're, you're going to gonna garner a lot of interest and, and, you know, get, get some people that maybe weren't looking into that type of stuff. And, and next thing you know, they're, they're fully enthralled with it. So. Um, kind of going off of that subject. We, uh, one of our announcers pulled me aside night one of level up and had me meet this lady. She was so excited. And he's like, um, so this is, I, I believe her name was Miss Gail. I'm not hundred percent sure. I, I apologize if I messed that up, but, um, yes, this is the first time she's ever even seen wrestling and she's going to be here for the next three days, just waiting for wrestling now. Uh, so being able to have that opportunity to do that at the mall where people might not have that exposure to independent wrestling or wrestling in general and mm-hmm. giving them that opportunity to check out and see what our talent can do. I'm excited for that. Like getting people to understand that this isn't just how the the eighties and nineties were. Um, it's not that, that hokey stuff that people think that wrestling is eighties um, and nineties were pretty amazing. And what we're doing right now with what we're with the people that we're doing it with is amazing too. And I think they're going to appreciate that a lot. So I, I don't want to put you on the spot. So if you can't comment on it, just say, well, you know, stay tuned or whatever, but I know um, you're still holding a lot of, a lot of stuff close, but with versus uh, do you have any, any talent that uh, is a, a sure thing that will be working with you guys? Uh, like, like you, I know you, you're gonna, you know, be a performer for it, but like other, other wrestlers from that area that, um, will be a consistent part of versus. Uh, I mean, yeah, we, we, we have our mainstays. Um, but I'm also, and I guess this is the first time that this has been said out loud. Um, so you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we're, we're, we're going to actually start shipping out and trying to get some people that Vegas hasn't seen on a regular basis. Um, we're going to look into some, some guys that are, are names in, in the East coast and Midwest, um, and bring them out here as well. Um, it's going to take some time to do that. And we're trying to really establish a good basis and storyline, but we also want to open the doors up to people that haven't experienced Vegas and hasn't haven't experienced the Vegas fans and vice versa. If Vegas fans are new to these people and they need some eyes on these people, then great. Um, since we have this venue, we have a lot more opportunities. There are some, a certain amount of limitations that are going to limit us from what we want to do from the start. But once we get going, there's no stopping us. That's great, man. So, I know you're not the you're not the only one working on verses, so I don't know if you want to name drop, you know, any any of your partners or any of the people that have helped make that possible. Yeah, um, so office team, a hundred percent, is one uh, what I really want to kind of like have that shine through. Now, officially, me and Kane Sherko are actually the owners of of Versus Pro Wrestling. We're the ones that are the two man team when it comes to that specific ownership, as far as the office, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, Kane's wife, Michonne is actually one of our, uh, she not only does our, our flyers, but she, she gets our, our, our designs and shirts and stuff like that. Uh, Kara, I think you guys have briefly spoken with every once in a while. She, uh, she does all of our social media and plugging and everything on that nature. Um, Christopher Mounts um, is an amazing photographer, but he's also got a great mind for everything that we've been kind of developing as well. So um, you'll see night two and night three of the level up pictures. Even if you want to go back the last couple years for level up or any of the shows that we've worked with, Chris has been that guy. Um, Chris has also been doing a lot of things with Villain Enterprises, and he's going to be doing everything with Ring of Honor when they're coming out of Vegas. Um, so, yeah, we've we've got a we've got a strong team. A lot of people that 
people just don't know, but we've got a strong team behind us in the office. And then if you want to talk about workhorse, Shade's been kind of the number one guy when we go through things like that, man. Like um, if I need something physically uh, to happen, Shade, uh, Robert Daddy Jr. is what he's going by right now. Uh, Shaggy and the scumbags. Um, we've got a lot of we've got a lot of strong guys that just come through when when I need them. Um, you'll you'll guys you guys are gonna get familiar with guys like Sky High and Primo Popo. Uh, these guys are kind of our mainstays when it comes to Las Vegas wrestling in general, not only just versus but across the board. But all of them have been kind of just taking the reins when I need them to. Um, our refs even our refs have been kicking ass like ref Cody, uh, Noah, he was like a, a, a little punk kid that kind of is very, very, um, very funny when it comes to certain things, but <laughs> that kid has a, a, like an entrepreneurial mind to get things done. So it's funny how a 16 year old can be so aggressive when it comes to marketing, but that dude's uh, hilarious. Um, yeah, we got we got we have a strong team behind versus. And if I forgot anything, anybody, um, it's only because I'm I'm rambling at this point. But uh, not that I don't love them. But everybody's been kicking ass overall just to just to get this to work. So the, is the plan going forward to maybe have like monthly or or bi monthly events at at this venue for versus? Uh, I'm not trying to shoot myself in the foot here, but the way it's looking, we'll probably be doing every other week. Oh, wow. That's great. Holy shit. <laughs> because it's, it's been, at least from our, our standpoint and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's, it, it had been kind of silent there with versus and then they came back into the picture and then level up again. And so it'd be nice to, to see them, uh, on a more consistent basis. Yeah, so uh, that whole downtime um, contribute that to being lazy because <laughs> overall, um, when people go needed that they're staying at home, all this stuff was developing in that time frame. Um, the the work I was doing with Vampiro um, and Lucha Fight Club, the work I was trying to do to get this off the ground and get us rolling, um, there was just a lot of steps that had to be made to make it a little bit more consistent so yeah. uh, we apologize for for a long absence but i think level up made up for that in in, in pretty fashion and then developing a relationship with party hard wrestling uh and a lot of other companies that we're, we're looking to affiliate in the long run um it's it's not that we were not able to do things, but we wanted to do things the right way, and I think this is the right way. Yeah, no, well, it's definitely uh, you guys came out with a bang, you know. It, it seems like you got a you got a lot of interest. Uh, I'm excited for you. you know, I'm happy for this that, that you guys are doing, and I'm sure it's going to be awesome, man. No, and I appreciate you guys. Like I was, I was sitting at home for a good little while, not wrestling at all, and you guys kind of perked your ears and had interest in in me for whatever reason i don't even remember how we we got connected i think it was through uh um there's brendan brendan yeah man um like the that's that's family too and that's another that's another crew that i've got to link up with and uh have some conversations with because with this development it's going to be actually stronger we're going to need their help um but with that connection um you guys kind of kind of helped me out when i was not really doing much. I couldn't do anything physically. So I was doing a lot of behind the scenes stuff and trying to get things going. So, uh, if that, like, yeah, I appreciate you guys for even, you know, having that interest and in still bringing me back when I was, when I was even broken, but now that I'm up and running and, uh, versus is up and running. Um, I think that we'll have a lot more shooting your way here soon. And hopefully I can chop the shit out of Cody when you guys are here for double or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that that's that should be great. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I, another thing that that's been, I don't want to say silent, but you, I know you guys are working hard. Uh, it, so talk about what you can talk about with uh, your your band, Dim Death in Motion. 
we haven't touched much on it like the last two times we touched on it the, the first time you were on but i know you guys are working on stuff how how is that coming along uh personally i'm not working on anything right now because it's all out of my hands <laughs> um what the i i think i discussed this last time i was on the show and a couple of times prior uh, we we went to our pr- uh, previous producer to get some things done, and as good as it was, it just wasn't what the at the level that we wanted it. And we found somebody who's actually working with Vigilante as well. I sent them their way as well. Uh, Andrew, who is out there killing it on the the local music scene, hopefully uh, a little bit heavier and into the national scene as well. Um, Andrew's been taking over our our mixings and with me having so much on my plate going for um, verses and trying to get that back to back to square one where we were um, a lot of the guys have been kind of stepping up and taking over some stronger roles and helping out getting this going. So um, once this, this, um, this venue is open, I'll have a little bit more, time to kind of invest in the production aspect but i think you guys have been seeing us popping in in the studio and 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 doing some um some practices um we're just not we're just not ready to do some shows right now because we were really trying to develop this album but as far as dim i'm excited for the new sound that it's coming um especially working with Andrew, because I think I have to go back in and re-record some vocals with him. And apparently he is a hard ass when it comes to producing. So I'm very excited to get my ass beat by him and get some things done and cleaned up a little bit. But uh, yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not standing still. The guys are kind of taking over the the responsibilities on that. So I can appreciate that. Um, it's just that uh, we, we had a lot of stuff individually that was going on that they kind of took the reins when it came to the band stuff. And I handled my business now that my business is almost hundred percent handled. It's back to business with them. Nice. Yeah. I, I've been, I've been sitting on a sneak peek that you sent us back in September and I'm like, yeah, when, when's he going to actually release this so we can share the shit out of it, you know? But, yeah. Um, no, that's good. Now, that you guys with, with that song, just going back to what with that song how did you guys feel about it i so liked, I liked it. it i okay. i told you about it back then too that it was um i think your guys's lyrics are or you got good lyrics Power. but sometimes when you go into that like loud screaming stuff it, it can take away from it and that one um i thought was pretty clean what you sent me but it was right. still unfinished i guess right or yeah, and if you guys like that as an unfinished product, um, I can guarantee you're going to like it 10 times more once we get this completed. Good. Yeah. Is that um, – so with the the Versus uh, Studios, uh, Pro Wrestling Studios, is uh, music going to be any part of that? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping. The reason why I say I'm hoping is that um, – there was a little funny vibe last time we were um, last time we were there, and I'll explain now. Um, there's a company that's that that was in the area that we were at, and we didn't know that we were taking over that area. That was kind of thrust upon us two weeks before we actually got the keys. Um, that company had a stage in that venue, and we were going to utilize that stage, and we wanted it to kind of do like a joint show with them. Now, they're still inside that mall, so that's a positive, but I think they were a little little bent that we were taking over that area. So I had a conversation with them earlier this week um, discussing some business perspectives, um, but I haven't gone back over working together and doing shows. I think that the relationship's still there, um, but I think... It just has to be developed strong enough to where they're going to want to do that with us. Um, But if that pans out and that stage is still there, hell yeah, we're going to be having music involved. And we've already got a couple people that are interested in doing some shows with us already. Nice. That would be cool. Yeah. So what what do you got going on? Other 
because I know you're still a wrestler, right? Like you got all this behind the scenes stuff and you're a busy, busy dude, uh, but you still, you've, you've done um, quite a bit on the independence, traveled around that we've seen because we follow you on social media since the last time we talked. Um, what do you got going on here in the future? So um, with me getting back on my feet, literally um some things have been a lot more progressive um as beast i've been um working for revolt in um arizona and i have a title shot for their u.s championship which i don't think is defended outside of arizona so i don't know why it's a u.s championship um but i'm (laughs) i'm gonna be going against the u.s champion in um in march I believe that is March 14th. Uh, the night before, as Project West, I have another championship title opportunity at Party Hard Wrestling uh, for the Arizona Championship, so I'm excited there. Um, not not only am I excited for the championship opportunity because, like, I don't, I didn't, I never really got those often, but um, I just love working for Party Hard. Like, that's just the coolest fucking company. Like. I wish that we had Party Hard's idea before Party Hard did. That's how excited I am to work with them. Um, and then we're going to be in California the week after March 21st. And I have to go against Robert Daddy Jr. and DeShade. But I think that might not work out for Daddy Jr.'s per, uh, perspective because Shade just kind of jumped ship on him last week. So yeah, we'll I've see. Seen that. You might get in the middle of a lover's quarrel there, seems like. The middle, man. I'm taking over, man. Daddy's, <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> Daddy's turning into Beastie real quick. <laughs> so that's... I've been, uh, I've been bouncing around. Like, D6 is another um, another company that I, I've been we've been developing a relationship with that I think is going to have a little bit of a transition going into Vegas too. So um, there's a lot of, a lot of cool wrestlers that are there. Um, and I, I really want to bring them to Vegas because a lot of them haven't had that exposure just yet. So I think it'd be good to work with them too. Cody, you got anything else you want to, you want to ask? Uh, how hard, how hard are you going to chop me? Um, let's see. Uh, this is this is probably a little off color, so I apologize in advance for anybody who's going to take this wrong. Have you seen Kofi Kingston's chest? <laughs> oh, where it's like indented or dark? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Check it on my back, my back right now, bro. <laughs> oh, God. No, don't even put me in that cornet stuff. Wow. <laughs> Cody Cornette. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was awesome. No love, Cody. You just gonna oh, say my question. I I'm sorry, I didn't I didn't hear that. It kind of cut out for a second. Asshole. <laughs> sorry. See, is it you fucking call him Cornette, and he's like, "Well, I'm not gonna listen to you then." <laughs> <laughs> right. He What'd asked you, you what you thought about Revolution. Oh, Revolution! I thought. Uh, it was awesome. I yeah. I think that was one of the best tag team matches. It was one I of agree. the better tag team matches I had seen. I mean, for what Wait it was, the better. What why why do why do you, why do you switch? Um, I don't know because some people ain't into those too many false finish kind of things. You know, and I thought that match had. I I was actually standing up towards the like at the end of it and i was actually like yelling at the tv like okay fucking stop with the false finishes like this match should be over right now (laughs) like how many more times are we gonna like get to two and a quarter and then kick out it's like see that's 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 why i don't like when and this isn't any shot at you cody but uh this is kind of like an overall statement not not shitting on you i'll shit on you later um but (laughs) it's it's it, it, it bugs me because when words like false finishes get popped up instead of understanding that that's actually an intent of wrestling, like you're not supposed to let them pin you. Right. Yeah. 
if you're supposed to win and you want to win, don't you kick out? Like, isn't that a thing? Like, aren't you supposed to do that? Yeah, but at the okay, I get your point there, but like at the <laughs> end, it was uh, it was almost like they were pulling out their big hitters. And like when you see Kenny throwing a V trigger, which he used to like knock guys out in Japan with, and then you know Matt jumps up and is like, "Come on, give me another one," you know. It's like, okay, maybe we're like sell the move a little bit. I fuck, I'm sounding like Cornette. I'll just show yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, you are Cody. No more podcasts for you, Cody. <laughs> but we'll just think about it this way: they protected a lot. Like they didn't even yeah. they didn't. They didn't even kill the one wing, uh, one wing and angel. Like they gave it to the hangman for them to kick out because it's right. protected so strong. Just because they shit on the V trigger doesn't mean anything. Like they protected a lot in that match, and I think, I think overall, um, that's probably just the start of that tag team revolution that's going to be happening in that company. Oh. Like, oh, yeah. especially if they get my boys. Who's your boys? Who's your boys? The revival, bro. Oh. oh, yeah, that's still well, a ways away, but yeah, that, yeah, that would be great. So what I thought on that match specifically is I thought everyone came out stronger. The Bucks, they showed some of that kind of heelish tendencies that they haven't showed in yeah, AEW. Um, the Kenny reminded you why, you know, a couple years ago he was touted as the best in the world. And it really shined the light on Hangman, which if he would have had something like this when he came in maybe against Jericho, when they were trying to build him up like that, I think people would have been more involved. But like where he's at now, like he's really interesting. He came out solid. Um, and yeah, that match specifically like that, the rest could have been meh and the rest was i thought pretty good like some of those matches surprised me but that match was awesome yeah so this is kind of this is in light of what we're just talking about but it's going to kind of steer in a weird direction i want you guys to understand and try to stick with me um remember when benoit was the champion and he was a tag champion with edge so um you saw that slight hill turn towards then with edge right I don't remember when he was champion with Edge. I remember him being champion with Angle and yeah, maybe Jericho. You were kidding me. I remember, me. I remember it with Edge, but I don't, I don't recall like, I don't recall like the the heel turns though. Yeah, that was that was that was the the start of Edge's transition, and then when it happened, everybody was like, "What the fuck." Um, I think that they built that storyline strong enough to where once Edge was separated from Benoit, they knew that he could stand on his own. And I think that's exactly what the situation is with Hangman. Um, I've always, when, when first, when Hangman and, and I, this off subject situation as well, Matt Taven first, first started, I was not a fan of either one of them. And then slowly but surely, like, the development of those guys made them one of, like, the guys that I wanted to watch regularly. So as much as they can sit there and say that bringing in Hangman was – bringing in Hangman into the Bullet Club was their their development, I think this is the strongest development that they've ever done with Hangman because he is slowly turning and he doesn't even get it yet. Like, storyline-wise, he doesn't get that he's turning into this person. and. I think adding in that liquor aspect is kind of key to that situation because he's got that two sides to him. Yeah. He's a sweet dude and everybody loves him, but he's also that cowboy that everybody's going to fucking dislike here in a bit too. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and more to that point is the way it's going too. like, he's fully justified to turn, you know what I mean? Like those are the best turns when you're an asshole and you're bad but you have every right to be because of how they've been driving you towards that. Agreed. Right. They don't realize that they're pushing him out of the group, but, you know, they are. It's 
And I love just the little nuance of when he was standing on the apron about ready to come, you know, do his buckshot lariat over the top. And then everybody's like, you could hear that crowd just starting to just come up. And then he just, he just stops and he's like, Oh, okay, come here. You know? And the fact that the bucks were getting booed out of the building. it's like, there's no heels and baby faces in this, this match, but that crowd turned on him because Kenny and hangman were more over, especially Hangman. And just think of that development, too. Like, they came into this as super babies with Cody, Hangman, Kenny. They were, they were the baby faces when they came into this, into this AEW situation. Now that things are starting to roll a little bit stronger, they found the perfect way to win, when and if they become champions – it's going to be the most shitty situation for everybody for a long time. And I think they're going to hold on to those championships for a long time just to gain that heat. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could see it and it would work. So yeah, one thing uh, Cody and I have been talking about, I think off the air, but the AEW kind of beginning of the year was, was starting to kind of just be stagnant. Like there was, there was there wasn't a lot of direction, um, and since then it's it's picked up steam again, in my opinion. And the stories seem a lot more focused, and they're not doing just to do and set up the next week. Like I think they're thinking a little bit more long term now. Agreed. And this you is know, part of it. Even after WrestleMania, there's that good little while between WrestleMania and SummerSlam where it's just dead air, and nobody gives a shit. And they're just tired. Um, mm-hmm. I think that AEW has those lulls too, where there's going to be a situation where it is going to have some downtime where you're going to see some cool matches here and there, but they're just going to have that dead air. And then overall, it's just going to ramp up. Like they did a, they did like a four week ramp up in the revolution that mattered. And I think that yeah. that's that kicks. Like I'm not saying that WWE doesn't have things that matter. They just have things that matter a lot less these days. Like nobody really gives a shit. Uh, they they built storylines for months around this one pay per view, and all of it mattered. Yep. Not like um, Super Showdown or anything. Like if you wanna you wanna transition oh. into that. Super Letdown. Fuck that show. Every every like Saudi show that I've seen has been fucking horrible. And I, I hate saying that because I love fucking wrestling and I love the company. But fuck, I hate it. <laughs> yeah. But the good part about it is they redeemed themselves Monday night ending Raw with both McIntyre and Lesnar, that whole situation, and then Randy Orton and Beth Phoenix. That, that was the hottest ending to a Monday night Raw that I have seen in years. I'll agree with the Randy and Beth Phoenix. Didn't really get the Brock Lesnar and McIntyre gimmick because it just, like, unless Brock, like, murders McIntyre and puts him in a wheelchair to where he's, like, in a wheelchair all the way until WrestleMania, like, or if Lesnar wins, which is going to be fucking horrible, um, I'm not I'm not really feeling what they're doing with that. Like, they didn't have any situation where there was a back and forth or there was a, a 50-50. Now it's, like, 75-25 in response to... <clears throat> the only thing that's going to make that like a, a swerve is if Lesnar wins and I'm not fucking feeling that so I, I'm I'm interested to see what they do I think sometimes they have issues with their, their timing because Wrestlemania is still what a month away right and yeah. it's hot right now but how are you going to keep people's interest for another month I don't know keep Brock off TV <laughs> But you know what I mean, though. Like, it's it's kind of it's the same thing. Like, they started ramping up some stuff uh, for Mania, and then it's like, wait, we still got Super, or is it Super Showdown? Yeah, we still got Super Showdown, and we still have Elimination, Elimination Chamber. Chamber. Yeah. So Chamber's and, and, this Sunday. And then, uh, what do you think about Goldberg? What about him? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I think I like Mac Riddle like a lot more now. <laughs> so it, here's my thing: like, 
I, you know, I, I don't blame Goldberg for any of this. I'm not a fan of, of his work. Um, because How can you blame it, Goldberg? Like, he's getting paid to do a job. And exactly. he's doing the job well. Like, go home, <clears throat> take your money, and walk away with a championship. How old is he? This dude's like 50 years old, man. He's fucking built like a, like, uh, like he, like a savage. Like, I'm not taking anything away from Bill Goldberg at, at, at all. I just don't want to see him on TV. Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't know where the, where the concept of that comes from. Like, why do you have him come back and why do you have him destroy what you've built for the last year? Um, well, I think they're doing this WWTK dream match, which is okay, uh, but they could have done that at Super, Sol- Super Showdown and not have him have a championship. Like, why? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm not very excited for Mania um, this year. Like, Hopefully, it I won't thought... be seven hours this year. <laughs> of course, it's going to be seven hours. They got they got a whole lot of people that they got to fit on the show. I know. They need to have like 14 battle royals so they can get everybody in. Will it? Well, I think what, what's shitty about that is like you get. It's hard for, for them. Maybe they haven't built new stars in the last couple of years and it's their own damn fault because they keep shooting themselves in the foot. And it's hard. Like these manias, they're not centered around any of them or building any new people. They're centered around. Your your old timers, your part timers, and stuff like that, and so I think that takes away a lot from like the manias I remember watching, like WrestleMania twelve through twenty. Yeah, that it was it was those dudes that were there that putting on the matches that mattered. Yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. But you know what the good thing about WrestleMania weekend is? What's that? They have NXT before it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, NXT is fucking dope. Like, I I never watch it Wednesdays because I if I can, like I'll watch AEW. And I've said it before. I feel like um they need the the support. So like, if you could watch something Wednesday night, I'll watch that, and then I'll watch NXT the next day. But their stuff's been been solid, and it's funny to me that it's the same company. And they're so vastly different from the main rosters. And they actually build people, you know, and everything they do matters. It's just probably it's crazy to me. What's that? I'm probably going to get a lot of shit for this because of the verbiage that I'm going to use. And I guess I can explain it later to anybody that's got a, a sour stomach about it. But uh, I think it's because um, NXT is run by wrestlers it's run by the workers it's got guys like triple h that are at the head of the till we got you know hbk that is there uh helping with production like that is where the heart is and they have enough strong talent to where if there's somebody that is lacking they're going to build them up to what they need them to be um i think wwe's raw and smackdown products are really just done by tv writers that don't have a pulse and what wrestling fans want but they are making money so i can't really sit there and say too much about what they're wanting yeah. to do yeah it's 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 come to the point with me and and i i love wrestling so i keep up with it i don't watch it if there's nothing of substance for me to watch, right? Like, I'll read about it and like, oh, that that seems like something I want to look or want to watch. But it's gotten to that point to where I won't make myself sit through three hours, um, and I'll just hit the highlights. Yep. But um, yeah. Well, you know, Wes, it was it was good catching up. Uh, for those of you who haven't, you should know who Wes is by now if you listen to the show, but. Will you let let these guys know how to get a hold of you? Pretty strong on Twitter these days. So if you look at uh, if you check me out at at Beast Dim, um, or if you want to check me out on Facebook, I'm at Wes Logan um, on Twitter at Beast Dim, Snapchat at Beast Dim Four. Um, 
check out Death in Motion versus Pro Wrestling versus Pro Studios. Um, keep an eye on what, what we're doing with Versus, man. It's going to be a, a pretty cool few months. Um, but if you have any questions, come holler at me. I'm pretty my, – my DMs are wide open. Uh, just holler at your boy. So. Is the, the website back up? Is it is it running and I haven't uh, looked at it in a while. Let's uh let's you talk about the the versus website. The versus website, yeah. So as uh as you guys may know, things will be changing. Okay. Yeah. So uh, look out for that. All right. Um. Okay. Well, you know we're we're excited. We're gonna see you here in a couple months. I'm sure we'll shoot the shit. We'll do some collaboration of some sort um so thanks for taking yeah. time out of your busy schedule man no uh, thank you guys i appreciate you having me that was the unprofessional wrestling podcast did you like it tell a friend give them a like give them a subscribe and come back next time we'll see you here for the unprofessional wrestling podcast